0: Hello there. Welcome to Series 3 of Satisfied. The Series 3 podcasts relate to the Healthy Living Bible Study that covers the books of Colossians and Philemon in the New Testament. I'm Melanie Newton, just an ordinary woman who loves the Lord and His Word. We are looking at infections that can make us spiritually sick and how to get healthy again. The way to fight or avoid... The way to fight or avoid infection is to be satisfied by the truth of God we have in Jesus Christ. That gives us a strong immune system to fight and prevent infection in our hearts and minds. My heart has been satisfied by the love and truth of Jesus. I want you to come along with me and experience that too. Together we'll pursue healthy living in Christ. In today's podcast. For Lesson 11, we'll look at how we can defeat the victim infection. Think about a time when someone wronged you. How long did you stay wounded? What did it take or would it take to bring about reconciliation? How hard was it to forgive that person? Or did you succumb to the victim infection, where you could just not stop pointing the finger with blame? As Paul looked across the room of his Roman prison at the young man Onesimus, he knew he had a situation on his hands that could either incubate the victim infection or defeat it. The young slave, now so dear to Paul, had stolen some money from his master and run away. Being led by the Spirit to Paul, the runaway slave heard the gospel and trusted Christ to take away his sins. Paul became his spiritual father, teaching him and loving him as a son. As much as Paul wanted this young man to stay near him, he knew that Onesimus should return to Philemon, who was his owner. He needed to seek forgiveness for stealing the money and for running away. It was common for a large Roman household to have slaves, and any slave who ran away could be killed. Paul certainly didn't want that to happen to his son Onesimus. That means he had to put Onesimus's safety in the hands of Jesus. We don't know if Paul ever met Philemon, though Paul seemed to know enough about him to appreciate him as a Christian brother and a leader of a house church. Now, Philemon the slave owner and Onesimus the runaway slave were Christian brothers. Paul sent Onesimus back to Philemon. It was the right thing to do. When they met, would there be finger pointing as each one considered themselves a victim? One blamed for being a slave owner, the other blamed for being a thief. Would the victim infection overrule the teaching of Christ to forgive and reconcile? The victim infection, like several others we've discussed in these podcasts, puts self over Christ. When you continually see yourself as a victim of other people's actions or what you think are unfair situations, then you are basically taking over the sovereignty of your life from Jesus Christ as your Lord. It's your rights, not privileges, God has allowed you to have and enjoy. It's your stuff, not material provisions God has given you the ability to acquire. The victim sees only what is in front of her face, not the eternal value. Symptoms of this infection are anger, despair, and self-pity. Think of Joseph in the Bible. He was certainly mistreated by his brothers. Years of family life were taken away from him. But in Genesis chapter 50, when Joseph was standing in front of those guilty brothers, he told them this, Don't be afraid. Am I in the place of God? You intended to harm me, but God intended it for good. What his brothers did to him was horrible, evil, no doubt about it. But Joseph had a choice. He could follow the pattern of anger, despair, and self-pity or he could trust God to do something on his behalf that would be good for him and bring God glory. We as Christians can look at a violent incident and say to the victim, that was gross, black, terrible, straight from the pits of hell, and those people are responsible for what they did. But God is bigger and greater, and if you will trust him, then one day, whether in this life or the next you will see how he fulfilled that promise to work that bad thing into something good you choose what to do in the meantime you can respond by faith now when things aren't ideal or you can keep being the victim if we truly believe that jesus christ is lord over all then we must believe that he allows some things in our lives that will draw us to trust Him more as our Lord. Not just as Savior of the world, but the Lord of you and me. And when we trust in Jesus Christ as the Lord of our lives, He will renew our hearts to forgive, and if possible, be reconciled to the one who injured us. In Philemon verse 20, Paul says to Philemon and to us these words, Renew my heart, we know that Christ is the one who really renews it. Jesus Christ renews hearts. To renew means to make something like new again. That involves repairing something broken so that it works well again. That can certainly apply to relationships. And that is what God did for us when he reconciled us to himself through Jesus' death on the cross. You read that in Colossians chapter 1. The word reconcile means to reestablish friendship between two parties, to settle or resolve a dispute, and or to bring acceptance. Wow, did we need that? What was God's motivation to repair the broken relationship between us and Him? It was love. God demonstrated His love for us when Christ died for us so that we could be reconciled to Him. When you trust in Jesus Christ, your relationship is renewed. It is no longer broken. Jesus Christ had renewed Paul's heart many years before this letter was written. Jesus had renewed Philemon's heart when he heard the gospel message and believed. Jesus had renewed Onesimus's heart. Through renewed hearts and the shared experience of being Christian brothers, the relationship between Philemon and Onesimus could be restored. But only they could do that with one another and avoid the victim infection. Paul didn't order Philemon to forgive Onesimus. Instead, Paul made him think about it and appeal to him on the basis of love. Philemon needed to forgive Onesimus out of love and respect for Christ and for Paul rather than doing so just because he felt forced to do it. And Paul offered to pay anything Onesimus owed to Philemon. Hmm, did Paul steal the money? No. But he was willing to take the consequences for someone else's bad behavior, just like Jesus did. Jesus died on the cross for our sins, not for his own. Paul repeated Jesus' example of someone who substitutes himself for another. Paul didn't have to pay what Onesimus owed, but he offered to do it to help heal the relationship between two Christians. When Jesus Christ renews your heart, your response should be like Paul's, gratefulness for the forgiveness you have received through God's grace and wanting to be a grace giver to others. Paul calls Jesus Lord five times in this short letter. Jesus is not only Paul's Lord, but also Philemon's Lord. Lord means master. Philemon has received grace from his master, Jesus. A renewed heart is grateful for that forgiveness and grace received. Philemon should therefore be a grace giver to Onesimus. Christ calls us to be grace-givers to others as we have received grace from Him. What do you think it means to be a grace-giver? Colossians 3, verses 12-15 answer that question. Therefore, as God's chosen people, holy and dearly loved, clothe yourselves with compassion, kindness, humility, gentleness, and patience. Bear with each other and forgive one another if any of you has a grievance against someone. Forgive as the Lord forgave you. And over all these virtues put on love, which binds them all together in perfect unity. Let the peace of Christ rule in your hearts, since as members of one body you were called to peace, and be thankful. That's what it looks like to be a grace giver. Let Jesus Christ be Lord in your life. Ask him to help you live that kind of life that pleases him and displays to a watching world that Jesus has renewed your heart. He has forgiven you completely and fills your heart with joy. Jesus gives us his grace so that we can then give grace to others following his own example. A grace giver does not hold grudges and works at renewing relationships rather than being continually angry with someone. A grace giver recognizes and submits to the one true master in your life, the Lord Jesus Christ. Ask your Lord Jesus to help you be a grace giver to your friends, family members, and anyone else who has wounded you. That's how you defeat the victim infection. As Paul writes in Colossians, see to it that no one takes you captive through hollow and deceptive philosophy, which depends on human tradition and the elemental spiritual forces of this world rather than on Christ. A spiritual infection takes you captive to something other than Christ. The victim infection will make you very sick. Knowing the truth of God's grace that you have in Jesus Christ gives you an immune system that defeats this spiritual infection. Let Jesus satisfy your heart needs with His truth and His love so you can get well and stay well. I'm Melanie Newton, and you've been listening to Satisfied Series 3. I hope you will join me for another series and continue to be satisfied by his love.